Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Monash. Today is another AMA episode. That is, ask me anything. I'd love to answer your questions. And if you have a question you think is going to be of broad interest, send it in. I'll answer it live on the air. Send your questions to victor at victorjm.com. That's victor at victorjm.com. Johnny writes, I've become increasingly interested in key Pennsylvania cities as new markets to invest in for rental properties. The cash flow an investor can achieve in these cities, such as Philly, Allentown, and Pittsburgh, seems sustainable and appealing given the cost of purchase properties. One factor I'm also considering, and I'd like your take on it, is whether the U.S. will experience an increase in domestic steel production. Looking at larger geopolitical issues, it seems that the U.S. will need to achieve far less reliance on countries such as China for key materials such as steel. Are these areas positioned for a boon in manufacturing? That can make all the difference in discerning an investment opportunity that has a 10 to 15 year span. Thanks. Well, Johnny, this is a great question. To start off with, let me be clear. I'm not here to provide you or anyone else investment advice. I'm just going to offer you my opinion based on my own firsthand observations. So here we go. I'm not a huge fan of speculating on what might happen in the future, but I'd like to respond to clear, demonstrable demand. The main question when choosing an area to invest in are those dynamics of supply and demand in the local market. Unfortunately, I don't have much to offer you on the Pittsburgh market. My knowledge of that market is superficial. It has a history as a major steel manufacturing city, and many of those iron ore smelters have been shuttered and the city has gone through a bit of a rebirth with medical, technology, and education sectors picking up where steel left off. I just don't have a feel for that city to be able to provide any meaningful guidance. Now, there's little doubt that Philadelphia has lost population in the past year. That's a reversal of a growth trend over the past decade. Philadelphia's population peaked in 1950 at 2.1 million and fell by about 600,000 population over several decades down to 1.5 million in 2010. But Philadelphia's been on a growth trajectory over the past decade. And although it has a sizable low-income population, the question really is who's leaving. Most of the jobs in Philadelphia are in Center City. The remote work phenomenon has made living in the core of Philadelphia a little bit less attractive, as we've seen in several other major cities, including New York. Despite the drop in population, I believe that there are still opportunities in the Philadelphia market. It means examining what's happening in the market at a much more granular level. Philadelphia is a very old city. The streets are narrow compared with a more modern city, and there's a chronic shortage of parking in the core of the city. Many rental apartments, and even many townhouses, don't have dedicated parking. So if you design a product, whether it's a rental product or a product for sale to owner-occupants with parking, you're going to continue to experience robust demand for decades to come. We just completed a small townhouse development consisting of 18 properties in the core of the city. We purchased the land for these townhouses at an average price of $12,000 each at the bottom of the market in the wake of the 2008 financial crisis. Today, the newly constructed townhouses on that same block are selling at an average price of half a million dollars. I can tell you from first-hand experience in the past several months that the investment yield for new construction townhouses built to sell compared with the same square footage rental product is about 25% higher for the built-to-sell product. So today, I would focus my energies on new construction townhouses with parking in the core of the city. But that's just me. I've been building in Philadelphia for a decade and I'm comfortable with new construction. I wouldn't do this in just any area of the city. It would need to be within a 10-minute radius of the downtown core. Let's go look at Allentown. Allentown's another city that's a suburb of Philadelphia. It used to be a bit of a technology hub 
with a sizable technology base. The AT&T Bell Laboratory campus was an economic anchor in the city, and today that technology base is a fraction of what it was at the peak. Today, Allentown remains economically weaker compared with Philadelphia. There's a much higher proportion of tenants in Allentown, nearly 60% of the population. That compares with 47% who are tenants in Philadelphia. Income levels in Allentown are also markedly lower. The average household income in Allentown is 56800 compared with 68000 in Philadelphia. Education level in Philly is also higher. Philly is a bigger market. There's more opportunity. In Philadelphia, you can more easily create new products that the market wants to buy, where the numbers support a higher return on investment. Of the three markets that you mentioned, I would still place my bet on Philadelphia, but I would remain very focused on those areas of the city that are within a 10 to 15 minute radius of the downtown core, or a very short walk to the subway. I would focus on building the product that the market wants in the core of the city. A lot of the old Philadelphia townhouses were converted into student housing within a radius of Temple University, many of them with four to five bedrooms per home. Some were constructed as duplexes with up to nine bedrooms, where maximizing bedrooms was the name of the game. But that's not what the market needs today. Today, many of these are vacant. I believe that some of them, in the right area, and I need to emphasize in the right area, can be redeveloped with a smaller number of larger rooms to create a more modern living space for today's buyer. And finally, you asked about steel production. There's no question in my mind the U.S. will be ramping up domestic steel production to meet the needs of the trillion-dollar infrastructure bill that was just passed by the Congress and the Senate and signed by the President. Where this new production will be located, I don't know. It could be Pittsburgh, it could be Michigan, Illinois, or Indiana. I'm not close enough to the industry to know where the next expansions will be located. The expansion of the steel industry could be a hyper-local opportunity for investment but you need to be closely connected with the industry to really be ahead of that game. I want to thank you, Johnny, for a great question. And for the listeners at home, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.